Welcome to Build Your Thing, the podcast where we help content creators find their unique creative voice, monetize their work, and build their tribe of loyal fans. I'm your host, Matt Giaro, and today we are going to talk about human psychology and how to actually build an audience online leveraging human psychology. So today I have a special guest. His name is is Nigel Thomas. He runs a digital agency. And the interesting thing is that he was able to actually grow on LinkedIn in just six months and get over 600,000 impressions on his content, given the fact that he has a very specific niche targeting direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands who make between five and 30 millions a year. So given the fact that this is a very specific target, I just wanted to actually pick his brain and actually understand how he was actually able to achieve that. And you are going to see that we are going to dig deeper into human psychology. So we are not only going to talk about how to grow on LinkedIn, but we are also going to uncover some of the tactics used by digital marketing agencies in order to land some clients and how you can actually get started as a content creator. So I couldn't be more excited to have Nigel on the show. And with that being said, welcome Nigel to the show. Hi, how are you doing, Matt? I'm I'm great. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. So uh, just to give uh, like the audience a little bit of a background. So like you reached out with an interesting cold <laughs> outreach email via LinkedIn. So yeah, definitely appreciate it. So yeah, Nigel, so tell us a bit more about you and, and what you're actually what you're actually doing. Yeah, for sure. And you know what's interesting, Matt, is I was seeing a statistic the other day that 47% of listeners for podcasts listen in because of entertainment. So whilst we we might talk around important subjects of business, content creation, marketing, sales, for me, I think it's really important to have a good time as well. So as with the cold outreach, hopefully I can spice things up a little bit today. Um, But yeah, just to kind of set the tone for me, let's have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Because we only live once and life is a very finite thing. So yeah, I think that's an important message for the audience and take that into your content creation because a really, I say, a sexy personality, that's what really sells. Understand all the fundamentals, understand all the basics. And this is something that I'm trying to embrace more. And instead of trying to be authentic, just be you, because that's what people love. So essentially for myself, like basically 12 months ago, I found myself unemployed. I was chewed up and spat out of another startup, a different marketing agency. Me and the owner didn't see eye to eye, and it ended pretty nastily, if I'm being honest. So what I did is I reached out to my friend Josh, who I'd done some business with before, Josh Graham. He's the founder of Alpha Inbound. Now, Josh was kind of spinning his wheels a little bit. He was running this agency, Alpha Inbound. He was in a different agency. He was doing some freelance work. He didn't really know what to do, and he didn't have the experience of sales to be able to grow this business himself. So I said to him, because I built an inside sales team at this other company, I could do the business development side, I could do the leadership, and I can grow your business. And my genius idea was, I would come in, I would make a load of sales, take the commission, start me in business. And by the way, I told that to Josh. Genius idea, Nigel. When I got into the business, I realized there was nothing there. There was no CRM, there was no website. There definitely wasn't a podcast. There wasn't any content creation. There wasn't really anything, zero reputation. So over the course of the last six months, together, we built a team. We've managed to go from nothing to a seven-figure run rate, all from cold outreach. 
And now, as I'm starting to turn that cold outreach and build our reputation, I'm focusing more and more on content because this is one of the most important lessons I've learned in business and life. You can only leverage three things. One, you can leverage technology. Two, you can leverage people. I say leverage people, that doesn't sound right, but a great team. You know, you can really, together, you can do a lot more. And then thirdly, you can leverage media. So obviously social media, podcasts, all the rest of it, because you can do put the same amount of input in and get an exponential amount of output out. So that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now. A big Q4 lined up because we're working, I should have said this, we're working with direct-to-consumer brands, getting them more customers from paid social, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, growing their businesses. And obviously, Black Friday Q4 is a massive time. So we're getting geared up for that, getting some more A players on board and shooting for a massive 2023, a group of underdogs who are looking to tackle the big boys. So that's a bit about me and Nigel Thomas and what we do at Alpha Imbad. Wow, that's uh, th- that's amazing. I mean, like, um, like I, I really like lo- like love the the mindset behind it and how you're actually you know uh, presenting things. So um, just to uh, like like I, as I mentioned before, like start, starting the recording, like um, the audience of uh, of this podcast are actually content cr- creators. So mm-hmm. one of the interesting things that like I would like to 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 actually tackle here uh, before going into the LinkedIn kind of nitty gritty is actually, yeah. um, you know, honing in a little bit on cold outreach, right? Because yes. like as a, as a social media ad- agency and, you know, as let's say freelancer or, you know, mm. um, that kind of business, like uh, cold outreach seems to be like the way to go, right? Especially if you don't yeah. have no presence or online and that I've, kind of stuff. I've got a theory about this, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is like when you're a content creator, like mm. one of the interesting things could also be like leveraging cold outreach. So yeah. can you give us some, you know, some yeah. tactics, maybe some best practices in order just to, to get started? Yeah, look, tactics are great. But first of all, you need to understand why you're doing certain things. And there's two phases of business and entrepreneurship. And this can this is important for all content creators to understand. So phase one is that what I call banging on doors. And then phase two is building Rome. So with phase one, when you don't have any reputation, when you don't know anyone out there and you have, you know, some great ideas, you might have some experience, you need to get cash. Now, I'm just going to be brutally honest with you because I found this out the hard way. No one cares about you at the start. No one cares about what you have to say. And if you go out there being me, 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 you won't really get anywhere so long, like content is a long-term gameplay. And we'll get onto that in a second. But how are you going to get by? How are you going to survive? You've got to think about the Mas- Maslow hierarchy of needs. You know, food, shelter, you need to get by each month. So how are you going to do that? Well, you've got to actually start banging on doors. Someone once told me, you've got to bang on doors every single day. And guess what? Some are going to slam shut in your face. But some, and you'll be very surprised, will open up and you'll be extremely pleasantly surprised of what's on the other side of those doors. So you can make this, I mean, we get into some sort of tactics. It's basically all about being personalized. So you've got to really think from a human perspective, how can, this is, again, this is one of the best piece of advice I've ever heard. People remember you for how you made them feel. So how are you going to make someone feel when you send them an email? 
How are you going to make someone feel when you bang on their door? How are you going to make someone feel when you send them a handwritten note? If you can make them feel something that no one else did that entire month, they will remember you. And trust me when I tell you, you will stand out like a sore thumb in a sea of people who don't care and only care about themselves. And then the second phase is building Rome. So now you've got some cash, maybe you know, you're know doing some freelance work, you're building up some reputation. Now it's about branding. There's a reason why that Gucci don't do direct response ads, yet people get out their wallets and spend $3,000 on a handbag. And guess what? It takes about 30 years of blood, sweat, and blood, sweat, and tears to build. That's why I call it building Rome because Rome wasn't built overnight. But then again, nothing ever great came easy. So this is where now you want to start building and sharing your experiences, sharing your journey, connecting with others. We can get into that, but understand this is a long-term game. Too many content creators come in with the mindset that they can get all this incredible like inbound leads from the start and they don't want to be salesy and all this crap. Look, the truth is, like I said, you need cash to get by at the start. Once you've got that foundation, then you can start building Rome. Then you can start building your community. Or actually, you should probably start it at the same time. But understand phase two is going to just take a lot longer to build. And I don't know about yourself, Matt, but I find a lot of content creators just come in with that wrong mindset because they see the overnight success, the people who have been building Rome for five, 10 years, and they think they can reverse engineer and achieve that just because they get a 10-step list. They can achieve that overnight. That's not how this world works because if it was easy, guess what? Everyone be doing it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's so, so true. Like, uh, I couldn't agree more. And um, like, especially like... Um, when it comes to, you know, um, actually putting food on the table and actually, you know, start generating sales. So many, many people think that, well, well, I'm just going to write things that I'm interested about, or I'm just going to create a video about like things that, you know, that, that, are, that I think are great. And then like all of a sudden people will come and they will just, you know, buy my stuff. But uh, as you mentioned, it's not lo- how the, how the world actually works. So, um, yeah. I would like to go back a little bit and actually sure. um, uh, dig deeper into the into the, the the thing that you mentioned is that it's mm-hmm. all about it's all about how to how you make people feel right. Yeah. So actually, like directly, just just to make actually the, the parallel with your with your with your email is that you know like there was this email um, mm-hmm. and well there was like this this image of you and then you know Matt <laughs> my audience uh, wants you right and then like yeah. it, 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 was, it just it makes the world smile, War- right so do you know what that was from by the way that was from the world war 2 poster you know it yeah. interesting yeah the, and, the world um, war 2 poster where they're trying to get people to recruit and the guy's pointing at the yes. he's pointing at the thing and says we want you that's that's the image i use for anyone who didn't know i essentially I mean, I can talk about this. I can talk about what I had in mind. Yes, please go ahead. When I reached out to Matt, because this is a perfect example, I'd essentially profiled Matt's podcast and me and my team talked about it and thought, hey, this guy's got a great podcast. I think I can share some value. And obviously, you know, selfishly, it's going to give a bit of exposure for myself. But the point was, is do I think that I can bring Matt some value? The answer is yes. Now, how can I demonstrate that in an easy fashion? 
So essentially, what I did is I sent him this email with an engaging image, made him laugh. You know, well, that's what he told me at least. And then I broke it down and made his life easier. Now, as a podcast host myself, I know from a podcast standpoint, one of the hardest things is preparing, knowing what to say, knowing what questions to ask, and how to try and find value for your audience. So what I did is I made Matt's life easier by literally putting three simple points around exactly what we could talk about and how that will provide value for his audience. So what I did there is I showed him some value and I also saved him time. So it's all good and well reaching out to people, but if you haven't got something valuable for them and something that's going to help impact their life, make their life easier, then you shouldn't really bother reaching out because I'm just going to be honest, they're going to ignore you. So, you know, again, this, yeah, just think about it and reverse engineer. So I don't know if you that's how you felt at least, Matt. I mean, we're on this podcast, so I'm assuming it worked, but that's kind of the mindset I had. And I think this is just, you know, a good example using this strategy to get on the podcast. And by the way, I think you might be getting a lot of inbound requests now, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Like, would you mind me sharing actually the, the email with the with the listeners? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to include the 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 copy of the email um, in the show sure. notes. Yeah, so so that's a a great first point. And the thing you should is have that, seen the follow ups, by the way. Yeah, I didn't see the follow up, so oh, yeah. maybe I, I I should have yeah. ignored you and then just wait for the follow ups. <laughs> so let me just give you a little insight. The second one basically went something along the lines of, "Hey, Matt, didn't see like you didn't get back to my email the other day." And something along the lines of, this is the most boring follow-up email in the world. And then it just cuts and switches and goes, actually, no, stuff that. How about this is a deal? I'll dance the Macarena for you if you have me on the show. And then it literally <laughs> cuts to a seven-step picture of me doing all the different Macarena steps. <laughs> So this one this one this one got me on quite a few podcasts trust me <laughs> that's uh that's interesting so to bring it back actually to content creators like yeah how do you think that content creators could quote unquote pitch themselves um so um would you yeah. think that an interesting thing to get started with is actually you know just doing some kind of freelance work so actually let's yeah. assume like you're in the in the health niche and that you like mm. you know like you have like some kind of expertise there um let's say okay like the easiest thing that i could sell as um someone like who's who's interested and passionate about health is actually coaching right because like it doesn't yeah. require me to create anything i can just mm -hmm. you know um you know set up a calendly with let's say with a with a stripe connection charge 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever just to get started right so yeah. how would you actually you know um craft kind of an um, out, uh, cold outreach email. Yeah, sure. I think there's a great quote from Abraham Lincoln, which is, if I had six hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first four hours sharpening my axe. And the problem is, is most content creators don't sharpen their axe at all because in business, sharpening your axe is strategy. Now, you've got to really think about, are you going to be in this thing for the long term? And think about your experiences, think about what you've got to share to the world, because sure, we can talk about cold outreach, but you've got to think about what's the end goal here. What's the objective? Is the objective for you to get on a podcast? 
if you're going to get on that podcast, what are you going to talk about? Is the objective for you to get posted on a guest blog, for example? What are you going to talk about? You need to actually have something to talk about. And I think I saw some from, from Alex Samosi the other day. He's a great bit guy in business posting some great content that there's a small difference to when Elon Musk tweets out that he's on the toilet and 500,000 people like it. He's built Tesla and SpaceX. So the point is, is you've actually, I say, I don't want to, I don't want to worry people so they don't get started, but you also kind of need to think a little bit long-term instead of you saw some guy doing coaching and he made a load of money. So get into it and get started. So you should try a lot of things, but really think about what you actually going to be able to talk about before you just start reaching out to people. So I can't actually remember the original question. I just know this is so important and for the mindset of content creators, because I know Matt, because I did that myself. I started going out there trying to post about different things. And in the end, it just kind of got nowhere and it overwhelmed me. And then I just focused what I'm actually passionate about. And this is where it made all the difference. And now I come to you and I know exactly what to talk about because I've been there, I've done it, and I really enjoy it and I'm passionate about it. That's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, like, so the, the original question was, is like, how content creator could actually leverage yeah. um, outbound email and how uh, cold, yeah, cold sure. outreach email? Yeah. 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 Sure. So let's just say, I mean, obviously, you could use the example of me just being on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is, I'd, so again, using Sir David Brailsford's. He's got this thing. So Sir David Brailsford took the British cycling team from a laughing stock to the the best team in the world that smashed all the records at the Olympics. And he did that by using a principle he has called marginal gains, getting 1% better each and every day. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is every single day, instead of going, we're going to send out 30 cold emails, is I would send out one email a day for 90 days. Now, what you want to do is spend, block out 30 minutes in your calendar, first thing in the morning. By the way, if you don't do that, trust me when I tell you, life will get in the way, it won't happen. So <laughs> if you really want to build something, block it out in your calendar, 30 minutes, find someone that you admire. They've got some sort of platform that obviously you've got reach and then start doing some research. You know, Go and research about them. Go and listen to some of their podcasts listen out for something which is extremely personalized to them. So they could drink a certain type of coffee. They could support a certain time of sports team. They could have had a really incredible moment within the last three months. Now, once you've got that piece of information, this is how you want to start the email and potentially even the subject line. So let's just say they got a funding round. They have been backed by a massive VC firm. You can say, hey, Matt, congratulations on the recent funding round. This is amazing. And then you could link it to something else, which is personalized to their mission, the business. Now, if you've literally dug into a 60-minute podcast and that piece of information is shared 30 minutes in, they know that you've taken the time to do research on their business. And then how you want to then transition is transition to something of value for them. So what can you actually bring to the table? 
And it's always good. The rule of three is really good. So if you want to be on their podcast, for example, break it down to three clear bullet points, no big walls of text. You make sure you always read it on your mobile. It's always got to be optimized for mobile. And then always, always, always include a call to action. Something on the lines of, is this interesting? Would this be valuable for your audience, for example? Mm -hmm. And understand they will probably ignore you. But as Winston Churchill said, you've got to go from failure to failure failure without loss of enthusiasm. So make sure you do that 30 minutes that day, but have the expectation you might receive nothing for the entire 90 days. I doubt it, by the way. But trust me when I tell you, if you stick to that for 90 days, one email every single day, spending about 30 minutes doing your research properly, then you will have massive success and be very pleasantly surprised at the outcomes. So that's what I'd recommend. Yeah, that's made that that makes actually a a lot of sense. So it's like actually coming up with a with a I I like to call this kind of a foolproof plan where where you're just telling um, like telling yourself, well, what is like what is a tiny action that I could take, um, mm-hmm. or that I, that I can do actually every day, and that you know in the long run will compounds will actually you know pay off right so if you're sending out a cold cold outreach email every day for 90 days like chances are that you will get at least one or two replies right yeah and you know what we'll what we'll do matt is we'll actually apply this to content in a second because it's the exact same mindset you need for starting on linkedin or any other platform because here's the thing that most people don't realize as well as the fact you're banging on more doors from day one to day 90, and I know this because I look back at a lot of my old content and cringe, even through three months ago, you will figure it out along the way because you just you just do. Your brain is very, very intelligent. And if you just stick at it, not only will you have more chance because you banged on more doors, you will also just understand what works, what doesn't. You know, you'll get some negative responses. You'll get some positive responses. You'll understand, you'll start to see patterns of why people are responding to that email. You'll probably go out there and do research of copywriting because you'll want you'll be motivated to try and get someone to respond to you. And then every single day, you'll improve. But the fact of the matter is, is you've got to commit whatever happens to just showing up and doing it every single day because it's creating that habit. And if you want, by the way, if you want some real, real hard mindset around this and tactics, uh, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear is fantastic for setting these habits up. But I'd recommend doing it first thing every single day and you'll be pleasantly surprised. And if you want, we can transition into how this mindset can help build your content because it's the same thing. Please go ahead. Yeah, so last this year, I I mean, for me, I've not done anything in my opinion because I've got big ambitions, incredible on content. I've just I've just passed about six or seven hundred thousand impressions on LinkedIn, and I started posting around I think March time. Now, bearing in mind, my niche is also a little bit smaller, so because it's like e-commerce founders who do five to thirty million in revenue, so I'm not going to be able to get as much reach as, for example, someone who talks about how to do well on LinkedIn, for example. (laughs) But I am building a business. But here's the important thing. The mindset that I had is I'm going to post every single weekday, every single weekday at the same time for an entire year with no expectation, with expectation of nothing in return. 
Now, most people just, they can't seem to appreciate this or take on this mindset. It's very hard Mm -hmm. because obviously life gets in the way, whatever. And this mindset just helped more than anything I've done. Any of the strategies and tactics we're going to talk about today, the mindset is the most important thing. And then the other one is engage 10 times more with the community than you put out. So when I'm talking about engaging, I'm not talking about, oh, great post or, hey, congratulations or love that idea. No, not that shallow kind of stuff. I'm talking about a deep, meaningful insight somewhere where you can offer value or just offer your opinion. And if you do that every single day, the content creators that you're posting on will appreciate it because you're helping grow their audience, especially if you ask questions, because now you're creating dialogue so more people see their content. And you need to do that every single day, 10 times more than you're posting also for a year. So these are the two things that are just the foundation to everything. And it doesn't matter if it's Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever, Mm -hmm. have that mindset, expect nothing for the first 12 months, the first year. And like I said, how do you keep going if you've got nothing? Well, you, again, you bang on doors and get some cash in the door and get some like freelancing gigs or whatever, and then building Rome in the background. That makes a lot of sense. So like the first thing that you mentioned is actually developing this mindset and how um, were you actually able to decorrelate the the results from actually doing the, the everyday grind? Yeah, so honestly, I just spoke to people who'd been there and done it and asked them. And I also looked back because everyone sees the tip of the iceberg, right? So what I did is I looked in deep in the ocean. Where did these people start? How did it start? A Stephen Bartlett's a great example. He's like a really successful entrepreneur, big Diary of the CEO podcast. That guy started out, and even in his book, he t- I think it's called Happy Sexy Millionaire, he talks about compounding interest for everything in life. And the fact that for his first 1,000 posts on Instagram, something along these lines, I'm probably getting it all wrong, but he got something like a million views. And then for his the next like following 100, he got the same amount. It might have been twice as more because the how fast it compounded. But at the start, there was nothing. And if you look back at a lot of, there's this guy I've seen on YouTube, he's called Matt Does Fitness. And he talks about, yeah, he's got millions of subscribers now, he's in the fitness space. But from a content creation standpoint, for the first year, he was a school teacher and he used to post and get like 10 views on his video. Yet he showed up and did it for an entire year. And now, obviously, then he just started taking off. He quit his job, he went all in, he's got his all these amazing brand opportunities now. But the thing is, is who in the right mind will keep posting videos every single day for a whole year? Like who would do that? Or at least once a week, YouTube's a little bit more time intensive, but this is what it takes. So that's why I said earlier in this episode, you need to really be passionate about what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because if you aren't having fun and you don't really care about it, you will give up along the way when the going gets tough. Because don't think about when you're all creative, you've, you know, you've got some coffee in you, you've got a wonderful day, the birds tweeting and sun outside. Think about the rainy days. Think about when something gets in the way, you've got a nasty problem in your life, and then you've got to show up and then write your content when you just feel like shit. 
because that's what the real people do. They show up on those days and yeah, that's why they ultimately become successful because it's consistency that wins. Exactly, exactly. And and the thing is that um, like my next question was about that, but you kind of ans answered it already. Um, uh, it like it, it's like like you mentioned this. It's all about um, enjoying the like being passionate about it. But mm -hmm. it's like, how is your relationship to the actual process? Uh, yeah, when it comes to not just about the content, but actually the process, because there are like a myriad of processes or a myriad myriad of ways um, on yeah. how on how to get actually your passion out there, right? You can do videos, you can do shorts, you can write on Twitter, you can write on Medium, you can write on your blog. Like, like what is your relationship to the process itself? Yeah, so what I'd recommend for any content creators out there is try a load of different things and see what you enjoy. For me, I don't know. I just, I kind of started writing because I thought that seemed like a good idea to do and I realized, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Again, I think it's almost sticking at it. But also for me, I love podcasting. You know, I feel through doing a lot of sales training and stuff like that, I can articulate and connect with people just by using my voice. So I'm trying to play to my strengths here. I've not started on TikTok. Maybe I could, but I'm trying to focus. Although I have tried doing video and it's also because of the, like, the time side of things. But I just recommend trying a lot of different things, but then really focusing on getting good at one thing. So yeah, th this is what I'd recommend. That's great. So it's all about starting like, uh, you know, like building this kind of self-awareness. And if you don't know what yeah. you're actually good at, then, you know, then just try something and you, you're yeah. going to find out. <laughs> yeah, but at the start, also realize you're going to suck. Yes. And that, that might sound brutally honest, but my first posts on LinkedIn were horrendous, honestly. But the thing is, is without those first posts, I wouldn't be where I'm at today and I won't be where I'm going to be at in one, two, three, four, five years time. Mm -hmm. So don't be too worried at the start if you're really bad and you know, you're not getting the traction you need. So also understand you've got to push through that. So whilst you enjoy it, don't be expecting to be world-class day one because that's not how this works. And that's the challenge that you should set yourself. When we go back to 1% wins, get some little wins in there. Instead of thinking about how can I get, I don't know, a thousand people to like my post, how can I get one person to like my post? Mm -hmm. You know, think of it like that and set these little targets, reverse engineer, chunk it down and just understand this. The journey is the reward. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would like to piggyback on like what you just mentioned, especially like first, if like if you if you read your content or if you just look at your content three months ago and like you're not mm -hmm. un uncomfortable about what you what you published, yeah. then you're probably not making any progress. And number two is especially when you're starting, like nobody is going to read your stuff anyway. So it's exactly. it's the right time to suck at it, right? Exactly. Yeah, and if you like you said, if you're not cringing when you look at your old content you're not do, you know you've got a real issue there it means you're stagnating <laughs> great great so let's just transition right now into the the the, the framework or the process that you yeah. that you used on linkedin to actually grow there sure yeah so it's a three-step process firstly it's getting noticed secondly it's about engagement and thirdly and most importantly it's about networking 
So first of all, the first thing you want to do, of course, is get noticed. So you need, again, we'll get to the engagement in a second, which kind of works in tandem with this, but you need to understand how to get attention. So what I'd do is I'd really brush up on your copywriting if you're going to be writing. Again, if you're going to be doing videos, you probably want to, you need to understand human psychology anyway. A great book for this is Robert Cialdini's um, Persuasion. Like he really breaks down how you can persuade people and the fundamentals, like most books regurgitate old content. This is one of the original sources. It's, uh, it's actually a recommendation that a guy who built a sales team that sold their SaaS product for $124 million and he personally coached our team in my last business, he said this is the best book he's ever read. And I'm telling you now, for sales, persuasion, marketing, copywriting, videos, whatever, this is the book for you. So understand that book, understand copywriting. And for LinkedIn, if we're going strategically for that, the first three lines, just like a subject line of an email, is where the money's at. So you want to be spending 80% of the time, you know, we talk about the Pareto principle, the 80-20 in life. The 80% is the first three lines. It's the headlines. It's what's going to capture attention to get people to hit the see more button. Once they've hit that see more button, they've now made a commitment. So there's a lot more likelihood they're going to read down the post. Of course, you still need to have uh, thingy. You still need to have good content down there. But what I would also recommend is try and write this post for one person. This is something that really helped me. So instead of thinking about how can I reach all these different people, think about your ideal client profile, ICP, they call it in sales, very important thing, your customer avatar, essentially. Think about that person. What keeps them up at night? You know, what do they worry about? Who are they? What do they do? Who do they hang around with? What is their lifestyle? think about that person and now think about an objective, something that you want to share with this person, either to motivate them, either to educate them, either to teach them something they didn't know, and then really make sure that that objective is met by the end of the post. And if you just have this one specific person in mind, it will tremendously help you focus. And you'll be very surprised by the reaction it gets, because what will happen is the platform, the algorithm will find these people out there for you. And then you'll start building a community around these people. So really having that custom avatar and writing it for one person, as well as focusing on those first three lines is massively impactful. And then the last thing I'll share on getting noticed and actually you know, writing content is something I was actually talking to someone about earlier today, which is putting in seeds of curiosity. So I can give you some very specific examples here. So when you're writing, you always want to keep the readers on the edge of their seat. So in between your different words, and you should always use the white space to your advantage as well, make sure it's optimized for mobile. That's also a big one. But write things like this. But I didn't stop there. Let me explain. But there's another example, and that's not all. And this is what happened. You'll never believe what happened next. Don't worry, there's a solution, a word of caution. But there's a catch. All these little sentences are seeds of curiosity. And whilst you might not think that that has a big impact, trust me when I tell you, when your post goes out to thousands of people, this is tremendously powerful. So just wrapping up there, First three lines, focus on that. Actually, no, understand how to really persuade people. 
read uh, Robert Cialdini's book of persuasion. If you're going on LinkedIn or Twitter, focus on the first three lines or four on Twitter. And then after that, write for one person, make sure you've got a specific objective in mind. And lastly, use seeds of curiosity to keep the reader on the edge of their seat. That's uh, th- that's great. I mean, you just boil it down to really actionable steps. And I truly appreciate that. Yeah. And then number two is engagement. So again, I think most people know engagement's important for LinkedIn, but like we spoke about earlier, not many people engage in a way which actually attracts their ideal clients. So you have to do it strategically. So what you want to do is really break down your engagement into different pools. So you want to go with some big content creators who get loads of exposure and try and show up on their posts when they post every day within the first, I don't know, 30 minutes. Block that out in your calendar, set a reminder somewhere because you've got the most chance of being the highest comment, which will, again, get you loads of views. You can piggyback off, off their kind of reach. But then the second thing is you want to really map out your ideal client profile and find those people on LinkedIn and have about 15 people, for example, that you engage with every day. Because what people, most people don't know, Matt, is that if you comment on someone's posts, and I'm talking specifically about LinkedIn now, because that's a platform I focus on, for like 30 days straight, even if they don't, they don't respond back to you, you will start showing up in their feed. So you have to have consistency. And if you map out these 15 people, post on their stuff every single month, and every single month you can review them, see if it's working, and then you can always switch them in or out. Then another thing is, when this is really important, is have another five people who are actually in your industry doing the same thing as you. So for me, I'm a marketing agency owner. I post on marketing agency owners' LinkedIn stuff once a day. Uh, well, once every day. And I actually reach out and connect to these people. We'll get into the networking in a second, but we're supporting each other. But again, we all have the same networks and the same ideal client profiles. So we're just helping each other expand our reach through that because now they're way more likely to comment back on my stuff. And then the last one I'd say, and this depends where you're at on your journey, is also support some new creators. So have three new, three new people who have just started on LinkedIn, who for whatever reason, you like their content, you know, they've got some really good ideas, they're unique and support them because these people are really, really going to stay loyal to you because you've given them support if you've got more reach to give them reach to help them coming up. And you should always give back because everyone has to start somewhere. So like I said, kind of for the engaging big accounts, your ideal client profile, people in your industry, and then new creators who are on the come up. I really like the the last part, like where it's actually all about giving back. And um, there was like, um, just like, you know, like it was like, I guess one week ago, there was like a guy on Twitter, like, I don't know, like where this guy actually came from, maybe, um, you know, um, from a podcast appearance or something like this. And well, I just click on his profile quickly. I went on his on his. Uh, um, uh, I clicked on, on on his website, and then you know there was like you know some things that 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 I saw that actually didn't make any sense, and that I just wanted you know to give him some feedback. And I guess this guy is now just you know starting out on Twitter. I just reached out. I sent him a screenshot. You know, quickly edited some things, and you know gave him some mm. quick advice. Took me maybe three minutes. And this guy right now is like is uh, like first he first. Uh, you know, gave me a shout out. And then he's also right now, you know, 
commenting, retweeting, that kind of stuff. So this is actually like, I didn't expect anything in return. Didn't expect this mm. to to you know to convert him to to a client. Just you know, just someone who's just starting out. But uh, yeah, like I, I really like this uh, this mindset of, of giving back. Yeah, hundred percent. And look, when these people grow and become successful themselves, they're not going to forget you. Mm-hmm. So, you, like you know, karma is the thing. Don't expect anything in return. But if you help enough people out, you know, it will work out well for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the third the third thing is networking. This is what I'll say. Likes and hearts are great for dopamine, but the real power is in relationship building. And the more you focus on relationship building, the more likes and hearts you'll actually get. So when on LinkedIn, for example, it doesn't matter if it's LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. Again, going back to the cold outreach, because this ties everything together, you can now use those skills that you're building on the cold outreach side to reach out to different creators. All that stuff I said, it's all applicable for this. So listen to their podcast, listen to whatever, reach out to them. Maybe you've been commenting, maybe comment a bit first, don't rush into it on so they know who you are. You know, you've been putting some insightful comments on their posts. And then after about two to three weeks, mark them in your calendar and go and reach out to them. You know, talk about something very personal. If you've got something of value, even better. Maybe you can do an introduction to someone that's going to help them out in their career. That's a really powerful way to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can give them some analysis or feedback on their content. You've got a specific piece of experience you want to help them. That's a great idea. But the idea is, even at the start of you just texting, try and build that relationship and get on a call with them if possible and really show them the person behind the keyboard and show them that you care about them, show them you want to build a relationship, tell them what your direction is. And I've had it so many times where I've been on LinkedIn, I've commented on someone's posts and sometimes I get a bit of a a nasty comment almost, say a nasty comment, but they don't react in, I don't think they quite understood what I was saying. And then after I've jumped on a call with them, they see I'm a, you know, I'm a human being as well. <laughs> and they actually connect with me on a much deeper level. What's interesting is in the coming weeks, the comments that you start to see back and now how they start supporting you, it's completely shifted. Because now when you show up, let's just say a hundred people post post comments on this like creator's post. And out of those a hundred people, two of them have got on a call with them. And out of those two people, you're one of them. How much leverage do you think that you now have when your name appears on their posts? So people just don't think about this. And you need to understand that building those relationships and putting that time in and not just once showing up again and again and again and connecting with these people has massive compounding effects. And then the last thing I'll say is you will all grow together. So network with people who are a similar size audience to you don't think that you can go and reach out to like a top creator day one because it's probably not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And then you all grow together and share insights and just go on this incredible journey. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, so many people who, you know, start, let's say, their journey online, they're just, you know, um, all about, you know, scaling, passive income, that kind of stuff. But all this stuff here is like, there is like no scaling, no passive income, no like, you know, yeah. no four hour work week. It's just like, you just have to do the grind. Yeah, exactly. And look, the thing is, is it's not sexy 
to sell a 10-year career, a 10-year journey yep. that takes blood, sweat, and tears. Cool. And I'm not saying that you need to sacrifice and work 80-hour work weeks. Like, fair enough to those people who do, but you have to understand it's going to take some time. But that's good because most people won't do it. So that means you're going to have access to things that hardly anyone else will. And it, the world really, truly is your oyster. So stick at it, believe in yourself, and never, ever, ever give up. That's that, that, that's great. Like, uh, I, I just want to go back a little bit um, to the engagement part. Like, do you have um, any kind of tips or let's say kind of a, um, like a, maybe like a following uh, kind of ratio allocation when it comes to who to actually engage with? So are you just, let's say, mm -hmm. looking for quote unquote the big players in your industry and then 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 you just let leave the the algorithm um suggest you other people to follow or how are you actually approaching that so what are you talking in terms of the audience size for those different buckets of people it, i mentioned yeah exactly okay so for the top creators probably anyone over 50,000 again we're talking about linkedin specifically probably applies to twitter too anyone over 50,000 in audience size. But again, it's about how many people do they actually post every day and do they get a lot of engagement? So yeah, that's the main thing. For your ideal client profile though, as long as they're active on LinkedIn, the audience size doesn't matter mm -hmm. because a lot of them won't have massive audience sizes. But at the end of the day, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to build a business or are you trying to get likes and hearts? Mm -hmm. So the likes and hearts are going to come off the big profiles And you need to try and show up there on time. With the ideal client profiles, you really just need to show up there and post, uh, sorry, comment on there once a day. It doesn't really matter what time. It's just a consistency and repetition because ideally in future, you're going to reach out to these people or they're going to see your content and reach out to you. Obviously for the newbie creators, probably going to be like less than a thousand followers. And then for people in your industry, I wouldn't really go anywhere above, I mean, it depends what level you're at, but I wouldn't go above 20% of what your audience size is. Otherwise, they're probably going to be out of touch. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Anything Anything you'd like to, learn, uh, to add? Like you've provided us with a lot of actionable tips and this is like highly, highly appreciated. So anything else you'd like to, to add? Yeah, so... One thing on the comment and engaging side, and this is also when people comment on your stuff, actually, again, how do you make them feel? So one of the, the I say hacks, but the, the best ways to get around this is to ask insightful questions. So let's say I post about something on LinkedIn and people post back with their ideas and thoughts. They say they really appreciate the post. It's really good. I will then follow up with them and ask them a very specific question, which is relatable to what they do. So let's just say I post about Facebook ads for e-commerce brands. Someone who does YouTube ads comments and says, this is really insightful, Nigel. I then go back to them on the comment and say, thanks for the appreciation. And then say, do you also find this with YouTube or how do you approach this strategy with YouTube? And now they're going to spend time. Of course, they want to talk about themselves, their journey, give them exposure. And this is also great for the algorithm. And how did you make that person feel? Because everyone else they commented on today probably only gave them a like, whereas you gave them not only a comment back, but an insightful question, an opportunity for them to talk about themselves. 
So this is one of the best things you can do. And you can apply that same strategy to actually when you're commenting on other people's posts. Open that dialogue by asking an insightful question. This is one of the things that I see 99% of the people not doing. And I'm not even sure if I learned this from anyone. I kind of just did it and it works. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. And honestly, like this is actually the best illustration of... Um, you know, acquiring timeless knowledge, like um, you just dropped at the beginning of the podcast. And ironically, we are just, you know, wrapping up this podcast on the same principle, which is, it's all about how you make people feel. Yeah, it's uh, the two, honestly, the two best piece of advice I've ever got is one, like we said, remember, people remember you for how you make them feel. And the second one, and this is really important when you're building Rome, as I said, and really thinking out into the future, no one cares about you at the start, is the best thing you can do, the best gift you can give anyone is believing in them. And the best person to believe in is yourself. Perfect. Love it. Nigel, if people want to know more about what you're actually up to, what you're doing, where they can find you, where they can reach out to you, where should they go? Sure. So if you go to Google, type in Nigel Thomas Alpha Inbound. One of the first links that should pop up is my LinkedIn profile. If you go there at the time of recording this podcast, I post every single weekday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. And I talk about paid social and how to grow e-commerce brands. But I also link, put a few things about content creation there. And even if you're not from that industry yourself, you can see my strategy at play and all the things that I've talked about in this episode, you'll be able to see me putting into action. So I think you should learn a lot and please reach out to me. Please connect with me. I'm a person who loves to be brutally honest. I love feedback. I love giving feedback. And I just love entrepreneurs who are building something around their passion. Awesome. Thank you very much, Nigel. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. And anytime soon, if you have anything to, you know, you want to share with the audience, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, Matt. All right. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode with Nigel Thomas. There were definitely a lot of nuggets in there. And well, I hope that you took some notes. So with that being said, I'm going to leave a link to Nigel's outreach email in the description so it's a google doc that you can simply open and you know check it out so at least it will give you some inspiration on how you can actually model his um, cold outreach approach and if you have been listening to this then you are probably a content creator and if you want to grow online if you want to build your business as a creator well then i have a daily email that i send out to my subscribers where i share a new tip every day in order just to help you growing your practice with confidence. So if this sounds like you, feel free to subscribe. Again, the link is in the description. So I can't wait to see you on the other side. Again, thank you very much for tuning in, for giving us some of your attention today. And I hope to see you soon in the next episode.